0: Yeah. Hello, (laughs) my name is Matthew Schneeman. Welcome to the final episode of At Night I Fly.
1: You have a prepaid call from. Spoon. An inmate at the California State Prison
0: in this show myself and spoon jackson go through his work as a poet and his work as a human the human work was him discovering his humanity in prison something that's difficult enough on the outside much more so when thrust into a dehumanizing and violent
1: place so what episode do you want
0: to do today uh i wanted to do a reading from alien so you ain't
1: gonna, you
0: ain't gonna do the poem You jive turkey. <laughs> i'm not a jive turkey Maybe, okay, whatever that means. Normally we focus on his poetry, but for this final episode, we're gonna close with the last paragraph of his memoir, how fitting, and do an excerpt from his play that he calls Alien.
1: You'll get more from the alien.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this play, and Spoon's World, is a world of men. For the past year, I worked at a moving company surrounded by men. So I do a feature all about the men, of the moving company and how that relates to Spoon.
2: I definitely agree. I think that's like an anger issue, if anything. Guys, <laughs> that was inexperienced. One of them was
1: irate. All on
0: today's At Night, I Fly. Right.
1: Oh, man, let's go for it. At
2: night. At night. I fly.
1: Today I die. I died yesterday and tomorrow.
2: And at night I fly.
1: Hey, back, back, back. Which one you wanna do first? Uh, alien. You gonna read one of the parts? We only gonna do one or two pages. This is a play album. Yeah, this is a play. Yeah, it'll be on stage. You ready? What you gonna do? You gonna do one of the parts for two pages?
0: We'll read the first part, and then if we could read the last, like, three uh, pages.
1: Nah, that'd be too much. We got to read less than that. I timed it out it, it takes about Yeah, but we can't put that out there yet It ain't been done yet that's Somebody could steal the whole thing Like they did the poem
0: That's a strange story For that, check out episode three
1: That's okay. happened to me before cool. But right now we want to read What, two pages, that's it Okay That's what we want right now We can't give people the whole dog because People like stealing it Ain't it you or me It's just that uh, this is a dishonorable country And this country is full of crooks So we gotta wait Okay Finding Out the Truth About Prisons by Spoon Jackson. And this is At Night I Fly with Red. Matthew
0: Schneeman, uh, King of the Universe. And
1: Spoon Jackson. With the Night of Realness. Spoon oh, Jackson, the Night of Realness. They don't steal my realness. What are you <laughs> doing? How are not going to say that? <laughs> Setting, planet Earth, future, an alien comes from another planet to explore the Earth. And it's beamed into a prison. So this would be his first encounter with Earthlings. Pops was a real cool person that befriended Aiden. But Pops had just gotten killed and was the next day in the chow hall. The Aiden looks different from everyone else. But no one notices. You have 60 seconds remaining. So we'll wait until after the 60 seconds to start over. To accept this call, say or dial... Asian. Where did, where did they take Pops?
0: W- what do you mean? Where do they t- where do they take them? Where do they take all dead motherfuckers?
1: Dead motherfuckers? When is he coming back?
0: What the hell are you? He's dead. He won't be coming back. Someone stabbed him to death.
1: I what is death?
0: Look it up. What book? No book, man. People get killed in prison every day. I didn't see it. Hey, by the way, Pops was your road dog. Road dog? Your homeboy, your partner. You should have backed him up.
1: I'll back him up.
0: You know what happened to him.
1: Killed took him.
0: Killed took him? (laughs) What the fuck? Anyway, dig. Pigs are kind. We find out who done it. Then you handle your business.
1: Yeah, handle my business.
0: You need a flat? A flat? A knife, man, to stab the motherfucker with.
1: Is that what Pops would do?
0: Pops would handle his business.
1: Chow hall breakfast the next day.
0: You bring the flat? I have it. There's Rich's crew, who ordered the hit on Pops. How do you know? I know.
1: I'm not going to do it. Why, you- Pops never trusted you, Bam. He said you were a scandal.
0: You mean scandalous.
1: Alien walks up. Yeah, that too. As Alien leaves, the cop searches him but finds no knife. They let Alien go and immediately grab up Bam. finds a knife and he's is hauled away crying and yelling maybe pointing at the alien you'll get more from the alien in the future <laughs> this is just the night of realness spoon jackson and
0: uh, prince of <laughs> darkness matthew Schneeman
3: he's
1: changed your name oh, well, wait, he's i i'm,
0: I'm <laughs> king of the universe yeah yeah i forget yeah
1: you can do it you can be yeah 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 <laughs> That was good. Yeah, that's kind
0: of cool. Spoon calls the play Alien, but it's titled Finding Out Truth About Prisons, and you wrote it all the way back in 2003. Well, when you wrote Alien, yeah. it, it was so long ago, and I, and I kind of like reading from it because it's, it's so... Uh, what were you going for with this character that just doesn't understand uh, the absurdity hey, of prison, well, or just like doesn't understand, understand. anything?
1: Well, he understands this is absurd. I'm just going trying to display the absurdity. This call and your telephone number will be monitored and recorded. And what? this is his only reference to you to to, to the earth is being beamed into a present, and for a, a being from another planet to come down here and think that this is uh, how the earth is is uh, absurd. I think. Well, I mean, when I first came into the Prison and jail, everything being new to me, I was walking into the station see these two cops beating up on the, per- the prison. And none of the prisoners were saying anything. So, hell, I didn't say anything either. I just kept walking.
0: Yeah. yeah. What, what else would you do?
1: Get, get beat up, too.
0: Well, do you feel like you were just, like, beamed into prison? Uh, because it all happened so fast, right? When, when you got put in. Is that?
1: Uh, yeah, I felt like I was. I didn't know anything about prison, so yeah, I was uh, uh, taken to a foreign land and just let out into a foreign country. I had no reference, nothing to to refer to during times of prison. I had to learn as I went along in prison.
0: Uh, I work for this moving company and I have done a little feature on all the people I work with cuz they're all really uh, they're all men and they're, they're all they all get really angry and they get very emotional and and the play Alien yeah. kind of feels like that cuz it's set in a very masculine setting and stuff.
1: Uh yeah. I, I don't know, you know cuz I had emotion just that uh, it was expressed out of anger, a lot of times. Or anger is emotion. So once I uh, began to see where anger developed, that where it came from, you never upset for the reason you think, because a lot of times you'd be upset because of the way you see yourself being treated by family or somebody else, and then you take it out. On somebody else or something else. And, uh, you know. Say or die up. But once you get a gauge on emotion and know where something is coming from you with to a channel. So to emotion is something that does not hurt anything. See, once you find your niche, once you find your niche, you could, you could... You don't have to worry about emotion
0: no more because whatever genre you want to put that emotion into, you can put it into that. The show doesn't make very much money, so I have side jobs. One of them is with a moving company. The men, and they are all men, are fairly diverse, from young aspiring comedians to old family men. They are skinny, active addicts, and they are rotund, recovered men. Now... It seems like there are only two emotions that these men can exhibit, joy and anger. The joy is great, but I did a feature on the anger. Here it is.
1: Sorry, I'm right by the train. Oh, hey, I was just wondering if you could help out uh, with a move today that just came in.
0: Thinking about doing the piece on like, what's that? Male emotion.
1: Can you hear me? Right now, I... In Manhattan. I, in Manhattan? Are you, are you heading towards Manhattan, or...?
0: I'm in a storage unit. I don't think that has men... We understand that that's an emotion. Right. like we don't think about it as being emotional. Do you agree with any of that?
2: I definitely agree. I think that's like an anger issue, if anything.
1: Guys <laughs> that was inexperienced and one of them was irate. <laughs>
2: that's an anger issue. That's not no emotion, man. That's an anger issue.
1: This, this was like work to where I felt like giving up sometimes. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Man, they kept doing more stuff.
2: I can even select a few, which I'm not going to say no names like in this company that... I going to know. try not to put anyone on glass, Yeah, you know. But
0: they, like, we know a couple. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> Whack-ass
0: customers. Huh. I was thinking about this project I might make it about, like, male emotions.
1: Because yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. a lot of our co-workers are super emotional.
1: Like, who? What?
3: we <laughs> <get> around. <laughs> nah,
0: I did take no issue with it. It was, you were, it was you were like like, man, this chefs bullshit here. Didn't check the insurance on time. Oh, whoa, that's because the insurance guy was giving us a shit. <laughs> yeah, and you're, you're almost famously chill. Yes, where, always. Where do you think that
2: comes from? That comes from me probably going through so much that I have been through.
0: I'm a fairly, like, passive-aggressive, quiet, like, white Midwesterner. And so when I hang out with people from cultures where you're allowed to show more emotion it seems like bigger to me. So it might be that I'm just misreading because I'm hanging out with a lot of people from a different culture. Is that committed to any? (laughs) I've been thinking about, I might do the piece about like, dude culture and men and like how emotional we are.
2: Some toxic masculinity shit, I'll have no fucking part of it. And... And it have made me, you know, realize that life is short. I don't, I don't, I don't buy, that's that's women troubles. You know, man, from past, basically. Are you alluding
0: to uh because you did hard time, right? Yes.
2: Yes, I did hard time.
0: Is that what you're talking about?
2: Yes. That's what I'm definitely talking about. That? Alright, that's that's a fucking women's issue and and like yeah.
0: Have a, another show with a guy who's been locked up for forty-two years. So mm. no, I, well,
2: I mean, it is. It that, is. Not you not recording used. this? Yeah. Okay. Good. Doing time can can either make you a better person or it can make you a worse person. Yeah, not. No. You, you. Oh, Take that shit to the truck, man. And like. All you right. know, All right. yeah. And <laughs> you know you can't be angry at at the world.
1: feel I'm too much emotional do you I don't feel like I'm too emotional you you Um, feel I am I think
0: earlier in your life you talk about like how there's a lot going on in your head and you can't express yourself or you know your dad doesn't he never talks very much and so you kind of feel like you're not supposed to talk But in that excerpt you just read,
1: my teacher had become silence, and through the wisdom silence brought, I had grown to feel happy and free inside.
0: It was like you were learning that there's there's a different kind of silence.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's many levels of silence, and that silence was the one of uh, learning, being taught by silence. When in silence, you could hear the whispers of the gods. I mean, I read somewhere where it said you only should speak when you can prove on silence, and that's rare if ever. There's a uh, the silence with my dad. was that He didn't talk, and I didn't talk, so, you know, he was uh, living his life and chasing women and whatever he was doing, having a bunch of kids, and, you know, they were separated, so.
0: Why do you think he didn't uh, talk very much?
1: I don't know, he. that's where he was raised, his father. He, his father and mother probably came from slavery or some other shit. In fact, he moved out here. After punching a white man in Texas, he moved out to Barstow. He was farthest away that he could. But back then, whenever he came, 40 to 50, they, they would have hung him back there in Texas. Or did something to him punching a white man.
0: The story of Spoon's life is that of an awakening. He found his humanity in prison, but his life sentence keeps him there. If existence is boiled down to the limitations of physical incarceration, what remains? That's the riddle of Spoon's life and work. What remains? I'm speaking in my opinion, of course. But I think Spoon answers that question in the closing paragraph of his memoir by heart. Can we do a reading?
3: Magic? Read the whole paragraph?
0: Uh, just read to the end of the book.
3: Yeah. I do not use silence as a refuge or out of fear or to run. Silence has always been as precious to me as walking, breathing, or dreaming. And it has saved my life and heart more than once. Yes, there is some anger, bitterness, and hopelessness as I live inside a monster prison system that has been condemned almost everywhere in the world except within its own boundaries. But I find and build freedom by living in the moment. This allows the warmth and light in my soul and heart to flow through my poetry and prose. It gives me something to share. Forging my path and life is a melancholic mixture of wonder and sadness. I'm not happy, nor will I ever be happy in prison. I will be released from prison one day by a beautiful real life or by a beautiful real death. In the other case, I have found my niche in life, which is something not even death can take away.
0: islands, finding your niche. Spoon, tell us about the niche. Niche.
1: When you find your niche, you embrace it and go full speed with it. I don't know. I know this emotion is uh, something you got to embrace in, in your journey of educating yourself of exploring different things. helps you to do that. It enables you to like yourself. Find your bitch, covering your bitch. That's, that's the beauty. You, get, you go out and you whatever you get, to read, you write, you, you ponder. You have 60 seconds remaining. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I love that, Spoon. It has been great working with you, especially making this project. Yeah, but we
1: hope it ain't done. Help nope. me last longer than this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we got to get some money.
1: Well. Hopefully, we'll be back. Yes. At night, we fly.
0: All right, final credits. Spoon's poetry can be found online. The book that we used for a lot of this show is called Longer Ago. His memoir by heart can be found at New Village Press, which is a wonderful. Uh, partner with this show. We've had a lot of support from New Village Press and they put out incredible stuff. Spoon has worked with Die Jim Crow. That's a record label that's really dope. The William James Association, which works with Prison Arts, and they're wonderful as well. Pan America, which, again, is wonderful. Wonderful people work with Spoon. Uh, It's been a pleasure making the show with him. Uh, It's just been me and him, so it's been a bit of a Uh, intense project to do the interviews, editing, sound design, music, but uh, I think it's been wonderful. My name is Matthew Schneeman and as Spoon says, I hope you fly with us. (laughs) I think it'd be great to do a uh, advice show with Spoon. Maybe we'll do that in the future, but until then, have a wonderful existence
3: and thanks for listening.